Hello and welcome. It's the Filmmakers Podcast. Yes, this is a podcast where we talk filmmaking, from indie film to studio films and everything in between. How to get them made, how to make them, and how to try not to F it up in our very, very humble opinion. Today, we are delighted to be sponsored by Script Pipeline. They're our first ever official sponsor, and they are amazing. So we're delighted to be collaborating with them. Basically, if you don't know, Script Pipeline reviews screenplays and TV pilots to connect writers with Hollywood's top producers and managers. So for over 20 years, the company has helped launch the writing careers of some of the industry's brightest talents, resulting in spec sales totaling over 7 million. You can go to scriptpipeline.com for more information. Basically, get your scripts into them. Now, do it. You've got nothing to lose. So how it works is contest finalists and recommend winners uh, or recommended writers work with Script Pipeline executives year-round, getting broader exposure for their work in addition to continuous one-on-one development assistance. Recent successes include Script Pipeline winner The Standoff at Sparrow Creek, written and directed by Henry Dunham, which will be released in January. And the 2019 release of the 20th Century Fox comedy Stuba, written by winner Trippy Clancy. So, like I say, what are you waiting for? Go to scriptpipeline.com now. Link is in the show notes. Go click it. Go learn about it. And get your scripts in. Get it done. These guys are amazing. Johnny Grant, who was on episode 61 with Namita Kabilas, talking about screenwriting. Actually, his first ever script, he submitted it to them. And when I spoke to Matt at Screen Pipeline, he remembered him. And this is like 2009. So it goes to show they care. Uh, that script got recommended, by the way. Congrats, Johnny. It's time to dig it out again. We both know that's the case. Um, so yeah, scriptpipeline.com. Thank you, our new sponsor. Woo! Okay, so today we're talking with brilliant screenwriter, director and co-producer Nicole Alberelli, who talks about her brand new film to dream, which is out today. It's out now. Even though when we did the podcast, we weren't sure when it was coming out. But the film is out now. Link is in the show notes to that. It's called To Dream. It was DP'd or cinematographered by Andrew Roger, who is also co-host today with me and he worked on world of darkness with me and the dare with me which i directed both of those i also produced a serial killer's guide to life which had its industry screenings last week myself staten and poppy were there with all the sales agents that we'd invited and it was a fantastic experience um at soho screening rooms fingers crossed to see what happens with that next um Okay, you know the drill by now. Subscribe to us on iTunes if you haven't already. Go to Podbean where we are now and subscribe to us there. Why not? And if you do like this, which I hope you do, then why not give us a nice review? Why not? We haven't had one for a while. If you've not done a review, you're listening now on your phone on iTunes, go down. Just click five stars and give us a nice review. Why not? Support, support, support indie films. And we're one of those. Oh, we all work in indie films, so why not support us? Thank you. And do pass it on. If you like this, pass it on. Very simple. So hello and welcome. Thank you for listening. Indie film shout-outs this week go to Mark Coleman. He sent me an email saying we've inspired him uh, to go make his film. We're delighted. Thank you, Mark. Congratulations. Keep going. He's made his proof-of-concept film now, and it's very exciting. Mark, our wishes are with you, and we look forward to following that journey. 
and perhaps getting you on the podcast soon. Andrew Lean from Media Roo. Thank you. Chris Sadler. Ken Flott. Um, support Indie Film and the Podfix Network. Get listening to those guys. Uh, go to podfixnetwork.com and you can check out all the podcasts, including ours. Thanks, guys. Okay. Are you an aspiring filmmaker? Of course you are. Listening to this. Why wouldn't you be? If you're not, you know someone who is. So why not join our friends at Raindance? Or why not get them to join our friends at Raindance for Directing Fundamentals? Your introduction to the art and craft of directing for the screen in just one evening. Taught by seasoned director Simon Hunter, whose most recent feature, ED, had a big wide release in the UK cinemas very recently in 2018 and this evening class will focus on one key directing skill being able to communicate clearly and dynamically with your creative and technical team book your place at the next class on the 17th of january and get in for just a tenner that's right just a tenner it was 25 quid but with the filmmakers podcast exclusive discount code podcast 10 you can get in for a tenner there you go booking link is in the show notes thank you raindance Okay, let's get on with today's podcast. Uh, you join me and Andrew Roger and Nicole Alberelli in Raindance's Studio 2, where we talk about losing your DP on the day before shooting your first short film and what you do about it. You bring Andy and that's what you do. Uh, we talk about turning your short film into a feature film, going around festivals, getting it picked up by a distributor and releasing it, and also shooting it in six days. So why not sit back, relax and enjoy this week's Filmmakers Podcast. All right, so joining me as my co-host today is the lovely and wonderful cinematographer, Andrew Roger. Hello. Hello. He's not only DP'd World of Darkness, The Heart of the Forest, and The Dare for Me, but also my latest TV pilot, Not For Profit. He's also Lens TV series Borderline and the feature Sunset Dreams, One Thing Left to Do, Hard and Soft, and To Dream. And second unit on Dark Heart ITV. Yeah, and, and second unit DP. Yeah, on Dark, Dark Heart. Heart. I didn't know. I didn't want to mention it because it wasn't. Because sure it's quite a long list already. It's fine. Well, no, it was because um, I didn't know if you wanted to mention it. Oh. You're, you're a big time DP, so we're talking. You know, second unit. Yeah. So, do you want to talk about it? No, nah, let's not mention it. I <laughs> know. <laughs> on a good show. And it's a great show it's on great ITV show. right now. Good. Anyway. Let's get to the real person yeah. we want to speak to here, not you. Rude. Um, our guest today to talk about filmmaking is writer and director Nicole Alberelli. Hi. Hi. Welcome to the Filmmakers Podcast. Thank you. Pleasure. Absolute pleasure. You've, you've been making films for... A, not that long. Not that long. No, not at all. So like tell us about five your, years. Tell us about your journey. How did you start? What, what, why you get into filmmaking? So it was sort of all by luck I think I was always a writer and always considered myself a writer Um, I come from a family of writers I love I've always I've I've always written as a as a as a hobby um, and just felt compelled to write therapeutically Mm -hmm. Um, and then so at the time it was about six and a half years ago or seven years ago um, my partner works in music Mm -hmm. and was managing um, a few artists and he was doing lots of music videos and a collection of music video treatments 
came in that he was, you know, trying to figure out which ones are good. And I was reading through them and I was like, this is so cool. So this is how it's all done. You know, it's like a, a like a, you know, treatment in the form of a, a proposal, mm-hmm. um, visually and story. And, um, and I was like, wow, this is so cool. But these are all so shit. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> And I loved the artist, this particular artist that he was working with at the time. And I was like, let me just have a crack at this because Mm. I could totally do this. And so he was like, ha, ha, ha. Yeah, of course. Have a crack at it. Yeah. Whatever. And then so I did. And then I was like, but no, but actually submit it. Just see what happens. Nothing will happen, but just submit it. Sure. And, um, And he did. And then like two weeks or a week later the label was like oh my god i love this this is a brilliant idea who is this because i put like an alias name i put my brother's names i put damien david and they were like who's this damien david um we have to meet him so then i was like holy shit well my my partner was more like no way this is like not happening Mm -hmm. and i was like no seriously let me let let me do this let's just see this is maybe this is meant to be a sign and so i um called one of my dear friends who was a very big uh photographer at the time and he knew a lot of the um music industry people behind the scenes in the music industry and i was like let's go in and do this meeting let's 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 do this let's do this as a as a collaboration let's see if if we can get the job um so we went in and pretended like we knew what we were doing yeah and we really didn't especially me i just knew that the story was close to my heart and that i knew visually exactly how to make it come to life or or so i thought i did did maybe not all the technical aspects but you know that's what he was going to be there for and so anyway before we knew it the job was booked and we were shooting this Holy music shit. did video. they still think you were this damien Davis no guy? we 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 we, you... we told them that we were actually this this collaboration <laughs> damien yeah basically <laughs> um people call me damien yeah, nico whatever you like yeah, I think they'd, they'd forgotten they were like oh, really? they didn't even notice the name change all of a sudden um That's and the great. music video was so cool and it was it was really well received i think like in the first week of being online we had like 500,000 hits like in literally like the first 3 days or something um ultimately the artist ended up being dropped by the label and okay. the um the video was taken down by the label but a fan put it back on and it's still like a video that 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 is quite popular and people are and i think it was played weirdly on uh, what's the fighter? Um, the MMA fighter, Con- Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor. He yeah. played it in a fight, and so it has this like ah. real. It's quite a violent music video, okay. and the song is really cool because the lyrics are "I don't want to hit you with a, I'm not going to hit you with a love song," um, and it's a very like um, emotional you know, um, sexy, violent music video. Wow. It's really cool. And that was the um, first thing you'd sort of... That was the first thing I'd ever done. And I still, to this day, think wow. it's the best thing I've ever done. <laughs> sometimes our first things are. You know what? Yeah. A lot of the stuff we do, you go, oh yeah, okay, I've moved on from that. But yeah. sometimes you look back I at the still very first it. one I and go... I could still watch right. that video every day. Hey. It's called Love Song. Jagger Love Song. Um, you Amazing. Can, Jagger you can is YouTube. in Mick Jagger. No, yeah, like Jagger. G- J-A-G-G-A. It's right. the artist, and the song's called Love Song. Go okay, check that out. Everyone check that out it's as a, well. It's a it's great song. music video. And then from then, I ended up scoring a music video agent mm-hmm. and then did another music video. So my my videos were very narrative. They were stories 
in the form of a music video. And so it just felt like the natural next step to make a short film. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to prove it to myself um, that I could do this. Because really, I realized that the performance side of the music video thing, I was I was clueless. I didn't really, I wasn't very much help with that. Um, mm. It was the it was the, the the film side. It was the the story coming to life, the characters, the um, the 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 plot the, that that was what excited me. So the short film is what led me to the lovely Andy. Yeah, and you so, shot Trash together. Yeah, right. Trash. So that was my first short film. Yeah, amazing, amazing. Yeah. At the time, were you doing another job? Was it a case of okay, I can just sort of glide into this or were you kind of trying to balance everything yeah, I, or? I just made time for it was it was it was march i think it was like the coldest march yeah, it was cold, right? ever yeah yeah i remember that and actually i we had planned to shoot the short film in a a tiny town called royston outside of cambridge yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah okay because we had a really great location um and the DOP, who I originally had on board, we had a, a small budget, mm-hmm. um, but the DOP who was on board from the get-go was like, you know, this is a beautiful story. It's not about the money. We're going to make it happen. He had equipment. He had mm-hmm. all of these amazing things. So we were all set to go. We had this big crew. We were all heading to Royston. Mm-hmm. We had a hotel booked. We were staying in this tiny little cottage right. hotel um, in the middle of Royston. Um, and the day before the shoot, the DOP sent me an invoice. His mom sent me the invoice. <laughs> Brilliant. This guy sounds great. And the invoice was for basically my entire budget. And I was like, What? Yeah. Had you talked about money before with him? He had said on numerous occasions, it's not about the money. You know, we're d- no, he had never said, this is my cost. It was more like, I'm in this. We're in this for the love of the project. Like, and you, this so is you happening together. Yeah, as you yeah. do with short films. Yeah. Most so the, of the day time, before, board, packed right? me into a corner and was like, here's what, here's what I cost. And it was my entire budget. And I was like, what? Uh-huh. Um, so I freaked out. And nearly, very nearly pulled the entire shoot. Mm. And it was only because of my co-producer that was very, no, we're, 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 we're going to find somebody else. We, we, you know, we have to do this. We're, we're nearly there. We, mm-hmm. everything is booked. Well, I was meanwhile freaking out because obviously this was a huge. Of course you are. Yeah. Um, How many days? You're, you're literally. A day shoot, before a day we were before, leaving. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. A day before. We had rent, we were renting a car with our art production team um art department we were all piling into a rental car to take us to royston with all of our kit did you talk to him about did you say he wouldn't he wouldn't get on the phone with me i was talking to his mother no (laughs) oh my god yes it was so he was literally holding you to ransom basically going yes that that's mind-blowing isn't it yeah i want to name him but we oh, shouldn't but no, i want to no. just to, do you know yeah, what yeah, i don't even, <laughs> i honestly don't even remember i cannot even remember his name i could dig it out but that's he's good. so not even worth yeah I'm no it's not worth it but um so what did you but do i think you know to be fair he he probably gotten busy with other stuff and thought you know i want to get paid for this but you know totally attempted to screw me yeah. hard um, but then, you know, it led me to Andy and then I hadn't met Andy until we got, we were like in the middle of Royston, the freezing cold, the coldest March ever, like icicle cold. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I saw 
it was like the, in the middle of the night, the night before the shoot, we went to the location. It was like this, this, this derelict, um, like old like, um, trailer park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like old buses. And, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I met Andy and I just saw him in the distance and I just, I was, it's Jesus. <laughs> I was like, Jesus has, there's Jesus because he looks like Jesus a bit, <laughs> he you does know? Like Jesus. And I was yeah, like, yeah. oh my gosh, I mean, the answer to all that. of my prayers. Yeah. Oh, well, also there was, there was craziness on the way there in our rental car, which broke down right in the middle of London. We needed to be there on time to do this recce with, with our new DP and meet everybody. The rental car broke down. Meanwhile, we're sitting there waiting for a new rental car. And my producer, who's sitting next to me, is on the phone with the first AD. And he's on speakerphone and he's going, I don't care if your director is Martin fucking Scorsese. There's no way you're shooting this script in in just two days. And I was like, hang up, just hang up. (laughs) And and then she shut the phone. I was like, listen screw him we're mm-hmm. not we don't need any like we don't need him we're gonna work around love this yeah we are doing we're this. doing it we're in fuck a cab the DP and we're, fuck i mean we're in a rental AD. car yeah we're like we're getting there somehow there's, there's even if we no, push it yeah we like these road blocks blocks are not gonna stand <laughs> totally, in the way we yeah. have to shoot this yeah. we actually ended up shooting it in a day and a half yeah because the weather was so disgusting and like the next day Brilliant. we had to shoot all of our our outside um beautiful mm aerial stuff um the next day and then it started raining like halfway through wait no so first we like we cut in the middle the middle of our our, you know you have that tight schedule Mm. we just like andy and i looked at each other and looked at the sky we were like should we just go and shoot all of our beautiful yeah, like, like outside dance, location like, like a dance yeah. yeah we 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 establishing shots yeah, yeah, well, yeah, well, yeah. it was like the shots. very last shot of the film and the clouds were starting to break and so we were like let's just let's just you know get in the cars and go and as soon as we we all piled into two big cars and then as soon as we got out of the car the makeup artist screamed i thought she had like fallen down or something she was like look <laughs> and there was a massive like rainbow, rainbow yeah huge rainbow mm. which was like absolutely perfect and it, and it worked like, up, up, yeah we got we, yeah. yeah quickly <laughs> got up. the shot yeah. um and then as soon as we got back on set to finish all of our outside stuff uh we called that's a wrap and it started pissing with rain wow. like the kind of torrential rain that we could have done absolutely nothing, nothing yeah. there you go in. the movie gods were yeah on your it side. was like yeah that's the movie great. gods were we're, we're on yeah. our side obviously you heard of it the day before andy yeah how did the call come can you remember I remember because was you're it, a busy guy i feel like it was linkedin or something random i think it might be the only thing i've got I from LinkedIn. LinkedIn. i know right <laughs> was it i think so yeah i cannot even remember she my my producer jackie did all of that and she was like not taking no we're postponing this for an answer so she was like we're gonna find somebody and yeah. she just, <laughs> just yeah like, found you and then she sent me his showreel and i was like yeah cool he'll yeah. do i've said that a lot he'll yeah. do he'll do he'll do only available of course he is yeah <laughs> yeah <laughs> not shooting anything. yeah it's december right yeah, i mean right. march yeah <laughs> it's march, march, so. march yeah um that's great Okay, so that must have been nice for you to walk on that in a way. I it mean, was cool. Yeah, it was great to meet Nicole because obviously well. you like show up at the hotel the night before, mm-hmm. and everyone's like there and like yeah. friendly, and we get on straight away, yeah, which is yeah, cool. Yeah. Did you know you wanted to make a short film? Were you kind of like and your journey towards the feature film as well to dream? Did you know you wanted to go? I've done my music videos. I've come up with those ideas. I want to make a short because yeah. I want to do a feature. 
Was that the plan? I guess so. I wasn't even thinking that far ahead. Oh, I really okay. wasn't. I had no real expectation for any of it. I just knew that I enjoyed the filmmaking process so much from start to finish that I just wanted to keep doing it. Great. So I didn't really have any... No plan at all. You just No, thought, really. I, just I was just riding the wave. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. It's quite unusual. Um, and it's quite nice. To yeah. Hear. My story is totally, un, you know, I, I sort of fell into this by chance and... Mm -hmm and didn't have any real formal training. I've just sort of like been figuring it out as I go along. But it's not to say that all the formal training I wish I would have had. It's just unfortunate that because it was only when I was 29 that I figured out that I wanted to do this. I, if only I would have figured it out much younger, I yeah. would be, you know, everything would be so much easier for me now. But I just sort of found it this way. And I here think, I am. I think it's sometimes better when you're older. I don't know why. Yeah. I feel like that's, you know what you want. Yeah. And you kind of went, I want to do this. Yeah. I think if you started too young, it might have been harder. There's yeah, more yeah, problems. Yeah. Or you yeah. got there too soon and gone, oh, no, actually, this isn't. I don't know. Yeah, maybe. I think your journey is supposed to be your journey. Yeah, and, exactly. And it's worked out well for you. Yeah, exactly. Which is really nice. Um, exactly. So let's talk about um, To Dream then. Yes. It's, a, it's, a, it's a fantastic feature film, which you made through with crowdfunding money. Is that correct? Yeah. A part of it in seven yeah. days? You shot yeah. the movie yeah, for? Yeah, shot in seven right. days. Shot for I seven saw, days. I told someone it was, it was like two weeks and they were like, really? what? How did you do that? This big producer. Oh, they, they, they were seven shocked days. about I'm gonna call two again. weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. 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 I called him up that. again. He wasn't actually. Take off <laughs> your seven days. Yeah, so. actually, remember that conversation we had a year ago? <laughs> like, yeah, you, I lied. <laughs> I, I lied. I'm a liar. Yeah. I don't no, it was actually anyway. six days. Wow. What? It was yeah, six. Good. It was six days. And then ultimately, we did one day of pickup shoots only four months ago when we got our distribution deal we decided to shoot 15 more minutes to amazing length so yeah. to shoot a feature film anyway is tough to shoot yeah. a feature film in seven days i mean and to shoot it tough. with the money i mean i'm i've been told i shouldn't even say what we spent so i won't and well you've sold but, the movie um, now right so i don't suppose yeah. it matters yeah because if it's sold it doesn't because that's yeah. one of the main reasons people don't save but when it's sold it makes no yeah, difference yeah, yeah, you yeah. sold exactly. across the world right yeah I mean, yeah yeah so we've got global distribution amazing. so we had a year in festivals yeah and um in um nevada just outside of vegas we were in a festival and it was seen by an la based distribution company and they were like oh we like this that's amazing. Can we have it? Yeah. yeah. How amazing for your first feature to get picked up that you yeah, shot I in know. seven I mean, days. I genuinely d was not expecting. Oh, it's incredible. Us to, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I was expecting just to put it out. Yeah. Maybe. I don't even know. I, I've written, I never expected it to get distribution. Really? Yeah. Because it broke a lot of, we broke a lot of rules. Yeah. We did not do things by the book no. with this film, which no. is why it took. It's so why we're long. able to do it. Yeah. Yeah, in the first place. And maybe yeah. I think that's yeah. sometimes the way, yeah. isn't it? Just go, yeah. well, we, we throw the rule book out the window and we're just going to shoot it to see what happens. Yeah, it's, that's exactly just what we did. Although, ultimately, it cost us a lot of time. Yeah. And next time round, I'm like, no, I'm following the rules. Yeah, some more money. What do you, what <laughs> you, <laughs> what do you mean by it costs you a lot of time? What does that well, we, mean? Well, we shot the film three and a half year, three years ago. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, I mean, yeah, it only took us six days, but post-production <laughs> took a took, year. Uh, yeah. 600. <laughs> yeah, because we had no money. Yeah. So we, and we were using incredible um, post-production. Uh, our, our team was like very skilled and, yeah. and, um, and busy. And, yeah. yeah. So we yeah. were like working around their paid schedules, which took yeah. a lot of time. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I mean, when you don't have money, things... 
things move slowly. Yeah. Even yeah. when you do have money, they things move so, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Um, yeah. So, um, so in terms of, okay, let's jump back to the crowdfunding then. Yeah. You, you made your short, which is a great calling card. Yeah. And you thought, let's do a crowdfunder for To Dream, the feature yeah. film. How did you set about doing that? Did you think that was the best way to go to raise money? Yeah, so we, so at the time it was like three and a half years ago, crowdfunding was kind of, like oh, a fairly right. newish yeah. platform. It was a good point, wasn't it? Yeah, it was said, a oh, good, okay. it was, yeah. So we got on that wagon and what we did was shot a trailer mm-hmm. before we'd even shot the film. We did a two minute trailer. So we didn't, we, Andy wasn't involved at this point. No, no, that's right. We had another yeah. amazing DP who is now a, uh, an incredible young female director who is absolutely killing it. Oh, great. Um, and she came in, she was fresh out. I think she was even still studying. She was our DP. We had a very, very tiny, tiny budget. We decided to take a lot of the great scenes from the script, shoot them and turn it into a trailer to show people in the crowdfunding. Concept trailer, yeah. Yeah, right, right. in hopes to get the money that we wanted. Now, this is the first rule that we broke or kind of we went against the grain or expectation mm. the it wasn't actually a feature film oh yeah i wasn't sure if you're gonna mention that yeah i yeah, know it's yeah. weird because again <laughs> we're just doing everything wrong like i'm just like i'm not following suit at all but it was it was a 50 page script right which Sits i right thought, in the middle yeah and yeah. i was like in my naivety mm. i was like no we will cut this down to a short Really? We, yeah. From 50 I was, minutes? From 50 pages? Well, yeah, Holy because shit. there was a lot of dialogue. Yeah. So I was like, you know, dialogue takes up a lot of pages. And mm. I was like, no, we will definitely be able to cut this to a 30-minute short. I get them to say it really fast. It'd be fine. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, again, it was Here just me also not really listening to anyone or really even knowing what the rules were. I was just like whatever no this is my script Mm -hmm. it was like 48 pages i thought it was going to be cut down to a short so in the in the cutting room no we we had a we had like an hour we had a 67 minute film and we were like there's no way we can cut any of this because obviously so much of the story came to life when we started shooting it Mm. actually it all started to come to life as Mm. soon as we started a cast for it um it just took on shape and new dimensions and it just became so much bigger than than what it ever even was and that's the beauty of filmmaking you just yeah. you know you've 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 got an idea but then it blossoms um yeah, it grows its that. roots you know mm. it becomes you know you can't be closed-minded about it you have to be completely open-minded and yes and and you know opportunities you know take different shapes and grow branches and everything so yeah. so um so then we were like, okay, well, we have this first cut. We have, it's 67 minutes. So we, we can't turn it into a short. And why, why put, why go back to having a short? Why, you know, w- when we can say that we've mm-hmm. got a fest, um, for festivals, they just require that your film is 60 minutes. Yes. So we were like, okay, cool. So at least we can submit to festivals as a feature. But then you're in this weird position because you're not marketable at all. Yeah, it's because a feature yeah. needs to be at least an hour and 20 minutes yeah well like you can get away with i think i think feature length officially is like 60 it is like officially, officially but no one's gonna 
no one's going to do anything. Like Eighty with it. is pushing it. Eighty five yeah. is great for distribution, but uh, yeah. yeah, obviously then above and yeah. beyond with these Marvel movies going on for three hours. So that's why long. our expectation of where the film was going to go <laughs> yeah, yeah, was yeah. we were just like whatever. We're mm. just making. F- I'm just making the kind of film that I want to watch. I don't care what it's supposed to be. Great. Who Good. cares? Love that. Yeah. yeah, yeah Make yeah. a film you yeah. want to watch. Yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> if you don't want to watch your own film, there's a problem. Right. <laughs> right? There's a big problem. Yeah. Yeah. And so that's at that point you thought, okay, well, if we do another day, we can maybe. Well, no. So it was. No, or? we actually just, we kept it as 67 minutes and we put in, in festivals. Great. And it did a year in festivals and it did really well. We got, we had six awards and then eight additional nominations and then it was in nevada that a distributor saw us and um then we decided from at that point i was a little bit more um evolved as a screenwriter and Mm -hmm. filmmaker and i knew what the rules were what the formula was and i sort of understood things um a bit better and i thought yes actually the film is feeling like it it needs a little bit of filling out. The story was still strong because, mm-hmm. you know, it felt like yeah. a complete story, 100%. But um, in terms of a full-length feature, it it needed, we, ne- we needed a little bit more character development from one of the characters, um, from the father, from Frank Jakeman. So, okay. right. so we went back and did that. We shot 15 more minutes or 18 more minutes in a one-day shoot. Wow. Um, and now the film is an hour and 20 minutes. So it's still, you know, yeah. it's still a short 90 minute feature. movie. Yeah. yeah it's, no, it's a, it's yeah. a good length. Yeah. yeah. You don't want to go any more than that, really. People yeah. get bored. That's great. Yeah. Let's tell the people at home what it's about. I've got a little thing here. Tell me if it's wrong, if you want no, to do yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. I'm glad Two self destructive teenagers won't let anything come between their friendship and their ultimate plan. But when dysfunctional family life becomes intolerable, Loyalty leads one to make a choice that will change their lives forever. I used to have these crazy dreams. I dreamt that we had it all. We were happy. Let's get out of here tonight, bruv. I can't leave my dad, you know that. I used to have these crazy dreams. I dreamt that we had it all. We were happy. What you got for me today, boys? You and me. America's waiting. Here we go, the big American dream. Oh my God, that's He's having some sort of fit. I used to have these crazy dreams. I dreamt that we had it all. We were happy. How many times have I let you off, Cone? You look around you, fam, yeah? Does it look like some trap shards you, fam? Do the people here look like orphans, fam? Why did you all kid the other day? You told me I wasn't late, was he? Nah, I didn't turn up. The only person I've ever seemed to be nice to is Luke. What is with that? You don't know me. I used to have these crazy dreams. I dreamt that we had it all. We were happy. What you said, Lee? You think everything's a big game, don't you? You think it's all a big joke? Sure you're right, bruv. I don't hate people. What? I just hate what they become. You hate what you've become, Charlie. Do what I tell you, right? Do what I say. I used to have these crazy dreams. I dreamt that we had it all. Ask you again. You're telling me, cuz, that Luke's old man is coming to my house, fam, here to send friends around to my house, yeah? We were happy. Whatever you think you've done wrong, the regrets you have, let it go. I used to have these crazy dreams. Don't worry, I'll be long gone soon, as mate. Sure as hell not hanging around to end up like you.
the link for this film will be in the show notes and you can pre-order it now in the UK, but it is available in the US. Um, And it'll be available in the UK on the... December 18th. December the 18th. Love that. Um, Okay, let's jump back about how you wrote it then, because I love the screenwriting process of it. Yeah. And with the short as well. What What's your process? Do you just go, okay, I've got an idea and I'm just going to sit and write it? Or do you think yeah, about okay. structure? So, well, at the time, I I didn't really know uh, so much. So I wasn't bogged down by the, stru- by the writing process and structure and formula. Mm-hmm. Um, I just wrote intuitively. Um, and with this particular story... I came up with the ending first and then worked backwards. Right, okay. And I did that with Trash as well. Um, so... In your mind. Or, yeah, in yeah, my in mind. mind. Yeah, in okay. my mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I also used inspiration from the music video I was telling you about because yeah. in that music video there was a a really amazing dynamic between a father and a son. The father was quite abusive. Their relationship was really restrictive and um, uh, and you were intrigued by it. And I, I was intrigued by, it. I felt like I want to know what more about what, you know, mm-hmm. why father and son relationships become, um, terrible sometimes. Yeah. Um, so we, I basically wrote and thought that I was writing a film about a flawed father and son relationship. It took me, I think, I don't know, like a month to write. Again, I was I was in this place where I wrote really intuitively and just let it flow and right. wrote from my heart and had no real expectation on what was expected from a feature. I just knew what felt right. Okay. Now my script writing process is so much harder because I have read every single oh, script book. writing book. That's the problem. And I am completely they, screwed in they the get head. in your head. Yes. Mm-hmm. So now it's so hard to go back to writing intuitively because I'm bogged down by formula yes. and, and hitting all the, hit beats. the beats. Oh, God. God. It's, it's really annoying. It it's, really is. It stops you being free. It stops you being... It does. It really yeah. does. You go, well, by this point, I have to hit the midpoint. By this point, exactly. some enticing incident yes. has to happen. Yeah. Which it probably does. It gets in the way. It's like wow. a painting. Yeah, you don't... Yeah. You don't Paint by sit, numbers. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It is, it is, it is. So I'm trying to to have both, yeah. I know, it, I'm the same. I try yeah, and have both. Yeah. I try and go, well, I, I try and write it all first, get right. to my point, and then go, okay, well, probably I can move this up a bit to exactly. the incident That's point what I'm and doing this now. to the end of yes. Act 1. Yes. But otherwise you get lost. Yeah, You suddenly go, I've got to have to hit here by here. Because oh. you want it to be a piece of art. Yes. You want it to come from a, a genuine place. Especially with your mind and your work, the way yeah. it is. It yeah. feels that way. It feels very yeah. much organic and from yes. the mind. Yes. It's not formulaic. Yes. So therefore, suddenly for you to go formulaic, I yeah. imagine would be quite feels, tough as a writer. It feels foreign. Yeah. 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 Okay. Yeah. That's really interesting, I think, yeah. that process. Yeah. I think we're on the same path there because it's, it's frustrating as fuck for me when I have to suddenly go formulaic formulate formulate yeah there's all this expectation Mm. to do things in a certain order which just yeah messes with the whole artistic process of it it yeah the organic flow of it yeah it might be the same for directing too because i i say this and you've just explained it as well as your first time directing something you're very free you're kind of like like you said i don't know what's gonna happen no no expectations yeah yeah, yeah. Yeah. then suddenly the second and third everyone's going well we're expecting something now and suddenly oh shit I've got to actually think yes. maybe more. Yes, yes. difficult you get second inside album. Your own head yes, and you. Yes, yeah, and that's when the fear creeps the fear in. Creeps oh. in. Yeah. But before we get there for you, yeah. let's talk about the process of making 
uh, to dream then. Yeah. So obviously, I would, it blown away by how beautiful it looked. It looks stunning. It's really That's fascinating all, story. It's and and Z. Yes, and Z. Yes, is yeah the art director who is who's just. Yeah, it was funny because Andy had called me after he shot that, and he went, "Mate, I found a brilliant art director." Mm -hmm. First thing he said to me as well, I said, "Oh, this film's going to be great as well." But he said, "This uh, because we're always looking for a good art director," and yeah, and Z was amazing. Yeah, and females are the best. Females are the best. Yeah, and we yeah we we formed a family like the whole this. That's, that's immediately immediate family. It was a small set, and we all just yeah we just worked together so well, and it was fun. It was, yeah, it yeah, was just, yeah, it yeah. felt really natural. Well, I can't believe you did. And how was it on set then? I mean, was it was the, crazy. The Looking fear? back, we were shooting like six, six scenes, a, six or seven yeah, scenes a, a day. I remember being like super tired, but like, oh, I don't remember yeah. it too well. It was just kind of like, okay, go. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. And, and we were all over London. Yeah, yeah, I mean, yeah. we were, we were east, we were west, we were So you southwest. were moving locations as well. It's yeah. got tons of locations, I mean, right? we were all yeah, over yeah. the place. How, the, how wait, how? I don't know. Did you have a, I have did no you have idea a first AD this time, though? Did you actually have a first? Did we? No, I think I, I think what? Aaron. That's our, how not having a first AD. <laughs> genuinely, I don't know if we did. We sort of had like I think Aaron was stand was AD and producer. Didn't you have like a you had a producery first AD guy. Yeah, there was a lot of people doing Aaron, double right? duties. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Aaron Zed Wilson was our our um, producer, and he was kind of doing everything we were all doing a bit of everything mm. as you do yeah. yeah when making an indie like that you get your hands dirty and get yeah on so so how yeah. did you manage to go okay we've got to get from this location that location and you get all your scenes in for you as a director was that not mental Is it doesn't um, seem it you seem well, like I mean, you're quite fortunately chilled. i wasn't doing like the logistics part i left to the producer yeah, yeah i wasn't far. organizing because i mm. don't do that very well knowing that we had a certain amount of time to shoot the scenes didn't bother me so much because i find that um you usually get your best takes first mm. off anyway or yeah. i do anyway mm. i think Fresh. like for me the the preparation with the actors was important although we didn't we never rehearsed so you didn't rehearse at all Nope. We I invited all the actors over to my house <laughs> and just had a party. <laughs> and we like had a drink and like I showed them a few like looking back, what the fuck was I doing? Well, I like showed them it, yeah, it worked. I know. Worked. I showed them all like a few clips of film that I found really inspiring. Mm-hmm. Um at the time This Is England yeah. was so mm-hmm. I love Shane Meadows and yeah, and and yeah. that was a real inspiration. I made everybody watch that. But I also gave every actor a character background, like a, a big blurb about who they were. And mm-hmm. I was like, you know, this isn't I want this to be an instrument in who you become on set, but you know, you can change it. Like feel free to tweak the character, you know, background. But this, for me, I requested that every character, every actor come on set in character. Yes. So there was no like being yourself even after we, you know, we Ah. called, I wanted everybody to be, I, that's for me, the style that works best. Cause I knew we didn't have time either. Yeah. Cause everybody needed to be in character. Yeah. Mm. And then Adam Deacon was interesting because he played our bad guy. Yeah. And he was going through some some shit of his own at the time. Yeah, big time. Which actually worked because he was like, it was like the best form of method acting ever. He just came already pissed off. Well, he was just in an emotional, well, he was like going through a a, a public mental breakdown, 
which worked for our character. I mean, the energy and it's incredible. And yeah, it seems, and it's actually, like... it was interesting because we had already shot all of us. It was like on our fifth, fourth day that Adam <laughs> came in to shoot his scenes, mm. and by that time, we had already formed this really close family-like relationship where we all were just so comfortable with each other and then all of a sudden we had a location change where we were in this really this really kind of uh tripped out yeah it was weird. location because it was like this warehouse apartment it was kind of a bit of a seedy location naturally and then we had this new actor come into our little bubble our complete formed yeah. bubble and he just like totally threw our energy sideways and everyone was thrown everyone was like oh yeah. my god this is like this is crazy um and you know like the actors kind of looking to me to you know make them feel better about the fact that the, the, there was a huge shift in energy and the day was trippy um but I just didn't, I, you know, I didn't stroke anyone. I was like, I kind of like didn't even, tried not even to make eye contact with anybody that day. I was just like, I wanted everyone to feel really tripped out. Yeah. I wanted to keep that really weird, sketchy, seedy um, energy because we needed to use it for the scenes. And it really, it came across, across yeah. really well. That, that's, yeah. that's one of my favorite scenes yes. visually as well. Like, and I know what yeah. you did, like the set design was amazing. The lighting Yeah, this is amazing. all the pink stuff behind yeah. Adam Deacon Yeah, as well, so this it? was yeah. Adam Deacon who plays Easy. He's like a local thug, drug dealer. This is his apartment, his flat. Um, yeah, that... Yeah, because he brought in these incredible, like... Um, neon lights. Yeah, these neon, like, bare bulb sort of strip lights with yes. gels on them. Yeah. Right? And it was like, well, that looks cool. Let's light with that. Let's do that. Let's really embrace that. So yeah. I, well, I think that came from the energy on the day. Like, there wasn't something we thought about in advance. That was just like, okay, well, we're going to make it trippy because the whole scene is. So yeah. It, yeah, that was yeah, just part of the... Right. the, yeah, it's interesting because the film... Wild. Just did it and we're like, oh, it's great. <laughs> yeah, the cinematography and like the, the coloring is so colorful. Yeah. But yet but so bleak. Yeah, so gritty and bleak. It's yeah. almost like you've yeah. just, someone's just sort of turned something on in a really bleak world, but yeah. yet it's beautiful to look at, but yeah. yet you still dive into that world yeah you yeah, don't, don't want, want yeah i love that juxtaposition i think it's amazing yeah yeah it yeah. worked whatever you did yeah. worked really well yeah and film. then also because i um top boy was on mm. at the time and yeah. that had a really similar vibe like the colors in top boy were really vibrant yeah, glass, but yet yeah. the story and the atmosphere and the location were really you know quite um uh, scary and bleak and mm. i wanted to have that same juxtaposition with this film right and we pulled it off well yeah. andy well we all did we all pulled yeah, it. Yeah, and, yeah, yeah. and jordan as well jordan lloyd the colorist oh, as well jordan the colorist well. yeah, yeah played first on thing that as colored well as well like first really film, film he'd colored yeah yeah there was loads of firsts in this yeah. film <laughs> but not a first ad um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. you had a great cast as well let's let's talk through obviously you mentioned adam deacon kirsty dillon um it's very good frank yeah. jakeman we know i've worked with we've worked with him a few times now angela peter I saw her the other day. Yeah, oh, so she was amazing. She came in late in the game, but made the film so much more so amazing. Much yeah, she runs the actors' tweet up exactly. as well. Yeah, really cool. Um, John Campling, we mentioned Dan Vickers. Yeah, great actress. We'll come back to her in a second. Freddie Thorpe and Edward Hayter as your two leads as the right. best friends. Yeah, yeah. So how did you get Dan Vickers? Because obviously she's you know and Adam. How did you get the cast? Because it's a great cast. Yeah, 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 yeah. So strong um, actors. Okay, so Adam 
so when I was pulling together my mood board and like who I wanted for the casting to, to give to my um, casting director, Adam's picture, weirdly, I didn't even know who he was at the time. Oh. Adam's picture I pulled because I was like, this is the type of guy I would love to play easy. Um, and then we, my, my manager, Tom was like, it'd be great if we could get Adam Deacon then sent me his link. And I was like, Oh yeah, no, he's way too, he's a BAFTA winner. He's like, you know, he's going to be, he's not going to work for, uh, with our budget mm. and it's just impossible. But we were like, let's, the, the casting director was like, let's just try it. So she sent him his agent, the script and um, yeah, he liked it. So he agreed. Everyone got involved because the script, yeah. I think, because yeah, the yeah, script yeah. was strong. Not for the money, because, because no one was, was making any money. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Yeah, but it was crowdfunded. It was, so yeah, yeah it's very yeah, little money. Yeah. Plus, yeah, it's a tough shoot. Yeah. That's got all go on screen. You've got to put everything on that on, and food. Exactly. And get transport. Exactly. And then Diana Vickers, I happened to know her. Um, a fr well, I didn't know her directly. I'd never met her before, but I knew her through a friend. Right. So I also just got them to send her the script and, and she agreed. Brilliant. Great. Yeah, and great Diana was choice. amazing great, in it. Great yeah. choice of yeah. casting to do yeah. something yeah. like that. Yeah. And both <laughs> Adam and Diana, you know, they're, I guess, our biggest names at the time, but they both had very small roles mm. um but play but so important those yeah. roles yeah. yeah dynamic to the relationship between luke and tommy mm. and their their energy and chemistry was so magnetic yeah i agree i yeah. think it works much better that way yes because it feels more well, intimate and intimate's one of the things i wrote down yeah in terms of how how did you get the intimacy on set? Because yeah. everything is, it's a very intimate film. You, we're close, we're there. We feel like we're in the room properly. Yeah. Not yeah. like we're a camera team. Of a, it, yeah. It, yeah. That's part of it, right? It's a small crew. I think we couldn't have done that with a giant 50 person crew, right? Yeah. It have felt I the know. Same. I know. Cause maybe the performances wouldn't have been so raw. raw. Yeah. 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 So, so most of the time, was it just sort of you, to and you sort of sound guy. I mean, and, the rooms yeah. we we were working right. in were so small that there wasn't really room for, <laughs> for anyone, anyone else. else, which makes it intimate. Yeah, which suddenly makes you go, yeah. "Sorry, guys, you're going to have to be outside." Maybe yeah, if the monitors over yeah, there, yeah, if you're yeah, lucky. exactly. Yeah. exactly. I, mean, I, I pulled my own focus. I operated. I didn't have. Uh, oh, yeah, I had a first, yeah. but he was that was Matthew. He was um, in another room. Yeah, like so it was just literally me and an actor. Sometimes you were in another room yeah, with the monitor. Yeah, 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 and, and, a, and a, a boom coming in. That was it. So I think those the fact you can see the whole room sometimes and the fact you know it's just the actor there yeah that's got to affect the performance yeah, yeah sure, you're right, right? i hadn't I mean, even thought of that but that's probably yeah. another reason why the performances were so good it's true because actors being one myself and certainly back in the day you'd, you'd see all the crew just stood there and it doesn't feel real it doesn't feel real whereas yeah. it's just a camera person yeah and, and maybe someone else hiding in the corner yeah you you forget the case like and plus you want to perform to the camera the yeah. camera's your best mate yeah it should be yeah. that's how you see it. it's your best mate who's invisible you're not allowed to look at them right therefore it's like yeah yeah suddenly you've got this twinkle in your eye i'm going to tell him something in a minute but i'm not going to look at him yeah and then it's then the magic yeah and that's there's the other magic. people stood in the background yeah it's like oh, your eye gets drawn to someone and suddenly if they catch your eye, it's like oh, you're out the scene. Yes. So I think that's magical. I must yes. have been. How was, what were you, was it just kind of, right, let's get the scene, move on? Or were you, how did you work on set? Yeah, how did we work? So, I mean, <laughs> <laughs> how did we do it? Uh, um, three years ago. Yeah, well, I think setting the scene is so important making them feel which is you know comes back to the art direction you know make creating this world for them so yeah. that they can walk into and feel like it is their world 
that they are supposed to be there or that they don't have a way out, you know, makes for a much more genuine and organic performance. Mm. Um, and so I never really had any doubts about any of the actors. And in fact, the performances were so good. I think it was only really once that I had to step in with Ed, who plays Luke, because there was a very intense scene where he was having this sort of emotional breakdown moment with himself in in a bathroom, in the bathroom mm -hmm. mirror. Um, and we really needed him to break down. And I, in preparation, like pulled him into the other room and just filled his head with really dark and twisted things that I won't right. even tell you. I sort of played with his emotions because he was going through some some uh, some things at the time and sure. I sort of yeah messed with his head. Yeah. And it worked right. and, and we got the the performance that we needed. But um everybody else just yeah were were natural and just came came on set in character and gave you did what you gave asked. incredible performances. Yeah. yeah. I mean because we literally were doing like three takes. Yeah. Yeah, because you had to. You're like, move on. We did it. not That's have it, yeah. any time. Right. Yeah. And did you think about coverage? We kind of like, okay, well, we need to get reverse here. We have yeah, to we, get yeah, a wide. We talked it through, or, but we were yeah. like, okay, boom, 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 boom. Okay, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Right. yeah. And sometimes yeah. we didn't have enough time to do to get everything. Yeah, other <laughs> do the bits. wide, but you yeah. knew you'd covered it, so it was yeah. okay. Yeah, and we really did work, and also a testament to the to my badass editor yeah. and best friend Nathan Nathan Perry Green, because we used almost like every piece of footage and made a full film. Like we were right. very clever in the editing process. Um, yeah, everything we were shot very, there. very clever. Yeah. Well, I think yeah. that's a great way yeah. to do it. You, the editor will see something that you've discarded. It might even before yes. the, the, the actors yeah. were even, you'd said action. Yeah. There might be a moment there that you can grab and put somewhere else. Absolutely. And, and we did a lot of that. Yeah. That's great. Yes. How was it for you, Andy, then? Because obviously... Uh, you know me and I'm very quick anyway on set. Yeah, right? yeah, like, yeah. And we've Are worked you? on, yeah, yeah I'm yeah, like, let's yeah. move on. I'm, right. I'm used to, because we, well, yeah, we're quick, we grew up yeah. doing that way, yeah, making films yeah, I mean, that way. Making short. Films like, yeah, I like yeah. it that way <laughs> yeah. though, right? Yeah. Yeah. Because if you, if you have too much time, you kill it. Totally. You yeah. kill it. It's By like worse. the 20th take, you're like, okay. you can't even see any yeah. genuineness anymore. Totally. Yeah. Totally. Even the bits in between, like, okay, it's kind of like, let's get this shot. Cool. Move on. I'm very much like that. And obviously with the dare sometimes, which is the crew were amazing, yeah, but yeah, they were yeah. a big crew. It's yeah. a long time. And then you have it's to like move moving. the crew. Right. Whereas how do you compare the two then in terms of, yeah. it must have been quite liberating. It, it was. I mean, they're, they're very different uh, ways of working. I mean, obviously uh, you can plan a lot more ahead with a bigger crew and the dare is a lot, it's kind of gritty too, but it's glossier. It's like if there's a catch light in someone's eye, it's because I put it there. Mm -hmm. Whereas um, Nicole's film is, is it's, kind of punk and raw because that's what we were doing you know because we, we were we were, we were doing it punk rock yeah. because we needed the light and you know yeah. there isn't time for fill so it's you know or there's just often there's just one key through a window or something and we were just work blocking around that mm. i think that was a big thing was was blocking the actors around the available light in yeah. the space yeah and yeah. you get this natural kind of feel to it great but yeah very different but yeah no, i loved it and and it's one of the few things because it's three years ago now it's one of the few things i look back at and i'm still like yeah that looks good it's mm -hmm. it, it looks <laughs> really good holds yeah. up it's yeah. amazing it looks really cool. thanks man punk is a great way to say it actually yeah um can you give any advice i know you've given loads anyway to someone who wants to do what you've just done and go sod it right i'm just gonna go make a film for yeah. six days and maybe crowdfund it and do it that way yeah any advice anything that you'd think that you oh could gosh. help them i'd say take risks mm. 
and and trust your crew. Like make sure that you choose your crew well and wisely, Vital. but trust them. Let them let them take control. You know, because mm-hmm. you, I, I guess you know they say the dir- you know the director is like at the top, but really it's so. I don't ever see it that way. It's such a collaboration. Mm-hmm. I never really even want any of the crew to feel like I'm the final say. I really, really love the idea. I love that filmmaking is such a collaboration and you've got all these brilliant people working together on one project. And the beauty of the, the, the result is allowing everyone to bring something to it, you know? Amazing. That's lovely. Amen to that. (laughs) So the film is out now um in the u.s and on the 18th of december it will be out in the uk and you can pre-order it now um where can people find out any information about the film okay so on facebook we are anomaly cinema you can on instagram we're to dream film um or you can my my website nicolealbarelli.com to dream the film's called to dream of course Great. Thank you so much for your Thank time. You. This has been amazing. Thank yeah, you. So, um, so Andy, uh, where can people follow you on the social media? <laughs> <laughs> um, I'm at www full stop three five every week mm dop period c period om, which I think is short for computer. Right. What? Do you know what www is short for? Worldwide. No, you don't need to say it anymore. Worldwide. No one cares. That's why I should be saying worldwide web. Dot. There you go. It's much easier because <laughs> www is saying it's really hard. Worldwideweb.35millimeterdop.com. And where can they follow you on Instagram and Twitter? At 35mm DOP. Perfect. And, well, you'll see loads of stills of Nicole. Loads of stills. Yeah. 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 So follow there and check those out. You can follow me at Giles Alderson and you can follow the podcast at Filmmakers Pod. Go there, retweet us, send us some love. Uh, go follow Nicole. Yeah. Go follow her on Instagram. <laughs> Yeah. Where she's got some really cool images, go there. Um, and go to our website, filmmakerspodcast.com, where you can listen to our back catalogue of over 80 podcasts now, all about filmmaking and making films. Amazing. Amazing, right? Well, free film school. What more do you want? And if you do like this, do spread the love. Spread the love. <laughs> spread spread, spread the love. love. <laughs> like spreading butter on toast. <laughs> Vegan butter, obviously. Obviously. <laughs> Um, do tell your friends if you like this pass it on and if you really do like this and you really want to be supportive then do send us a nice review go on write to us a letter write us a letter P.O. Box we are twats <laughs> <laughs> um, no do that go to iTunes give us a nice review okay remember why you're doing it if it's not for the love don't get too stressed if you're doing it because you want to earn money then don't get too stressed <laughs> filmmaking although ridiculously hard is a blessing thank you very much Nicole for joining us Thank you. But I was like, hey, you didn't want to say then. You big pause. You're welcome. You're welcome. Yeah. Andy, thank you for having me. Pleasure. It has been a pleasure. This has been yeah, brilliant. Yeah, been thank you. Andy, thank you. Hey, you're welcome. Thanks. Oh, hi, Giles. Thanks for doing your podcast. <laughs> thank myself. Thank you. Cool. A uh, Rain Dance discount, don't forget, is on the website. It's brilliant. As always, get to Rain Dance and do it. And don't forget, go to Script Pipeline uh, and get your scripts in register. Click the link do it you have nothing to lose you're a filmmaker there's going to be some exciting things coming from those guys very soon and you want to be involved you really do being prepared is everything you can make your indie film but know who your audience is and get out there and do it and remember if you're lucky enough to do well and rise up it's your duty to send that elevator back down we will see you next tuesday as always because the podcasts are out every tuesday so we'll see you there only reason yeah till then work hard try and make your indie film try and write that script take risks take risks and do it
yeah, make a film in six days. It's easy. We did it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Everybody can do it. Yeah. Of course they can. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. Take care, guys. Bye. Bye. This was a podcast from the Podfix Network. You can check out more shows like it at podfixnetwork.com.